Sit back, turn the ship over to your covast and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me, as always, is Commander Mel for the win. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organisation. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks so much for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Absolutely. Now... You're not excited at all about today, are this you? Is, I'm so excited about today because it is, um, I've got my space boys, but um, we were supposed to be interviewing the winner yeah. of um, Crispy Tater, one of Crispy Tater Tot's giveaways on his last charity stream mm-hmm. was to be the, the guest on Flight Assist. And the winner yep. was Colico Jack. And yep. Um, yep. We would be, we were super excited about organizing um, with him. But unfortunately, due to circumstances that are beyond our control, we are unable to record with him currently. But rest assured, he is going to be one of the first people that we interview at the beginning of season two. Yes, indeed. I blame 2020. I blame 2020 entirely. Yep. This is the last episode of Flight mm-hmm. Assist where we actually interview another commander because we've made mm-hmm. it now. We've made it. We've made it yes. through a whole season, our first whole season. Um, we will. We will talk more about Flight Assist in general. I think next week. Yeah. yeah. Um. But today. <laughs> <laughs> That was an inhuman noise. (laughs) Today it's for boys. Today we have, um, we're talking to um, Commanders Elvis Kremen and Little Big In, who, if any of you know me, will or if any of you listen to my interview, which was the first episode of Flight Assist, um, I talk about my best friend and my husband were playing and I felt like a third wheel. Uh, Commander Elvis Kremen is my best friend, and Commander Little Big Yin is my husband. So my boys stepped in. <laughs> we're coming full circle. We, we mentioned them circle. in episode one, and now we're we're here at episode what twenty six. Twenty six. We're going to get to hear from them directly. You knew, eh, Mal? You knew that we'd get to twenty six. <laughs> That's like one a week for half a year. With a That's, with a gap. How was that? We insane? had a, we had a with, week gap. Little little bit of a gap, but our first mm. one was two at the same time. So that's true. That's true. So we're wow. we're chatting we're chatting to Tim and Boys today and finding their story in um their Elite Dangerous story um as well. Um because I'm pretty sure there's gonna be something in here that I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good it'll, it'll be a good chat. It'll be either all the stuff that you know everything about or totally new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a good mix. Healthy mix of the two, that's what I'm hoping for. There we go. Hi guys. Greetings, folks. Hello, lovely friends. Um, it's Christmas for me. I have I'm literally sat here with <laughs> three of the most important <laughs> important human beings in my life, which are all Mal, Kremen, and my husband, Little Big Yin. Guys, say hello. Evening. 
hello, you don't know what time it is. <laughs> if for those people who might not know who you two are, if we start with um Kremen, if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself, so basics like your commander name, uh if you're an elite dangerous content creator or how long you've been playing. Uh I go by Elvis Kremen, Commander Huge Appendage, uh Kremen's Respite. And I also have a fourth account that's not been named yet. Um, I am an original 1984 player. Um, and I started playing this Elite Dangerous in 2015. Uh, I have streamed in the past, uh, but now I am more a supporter moderator for a lot of the PA stream team. I like sitting in the background, sort of helping others than yeah. being the main focus of attention. That's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah. Um, and you're very good at it, too. Yeah, that's true. Why, thank you. I have I have seen you in action, and your, <laughs> your powers of moderation are not to be slighted. That's fair. That's a fair thing to say. A husband type. Yes, Same question. Um, I'm known as kind of a little biggian. I played Elite first. It was in the early 90s on, I think it was an Atari... ST something, and I kind of remember the Blue Danube when you docked. It was, yeah, that's haunted dreams ever since. Um, I started playing Elite Dangerous in early to mid-2016. I can't really remember the exact date. Um, I'm not a content creator of any sort. Um, I'm a mod in Psychic's Twitch channel, and that's about yeah you uh, are i don't have multiple <laughs> accounts um nor do i have a ground station named after me because if i did my ground station would be considerably better <laughs> than kremen's respite <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. okay let's uh let's take the next one in reverse order so little big game first and then kremen uh, what was it that got you into elite in the first place um i didn't actually know elite dangerous existed until kremen mentioned it to me and he said did you ever play the original elite? and i was like yeah i played it back in the early 90s on i think it was an atari and i remembered when you landed at stations you had to open up the manual Yes, when computer games had manuals. Right. Um, <laughs> and enter like certain words from the manual. It would say, check your fight manual for, you know, this page and this sentence and this like word in it. And you had to enter that. And that was this anti piracy thing. It was really fun. But that was kind of my first introduction to it. Then Crown mentioned Elite Dangerous. I downloaded it. And it's kind of had its claws in me ever since. Yeah, it's. That, that's true that's true and um, on my um when when we discussed this on the, one of the very early episodes it's like a big full circle but and um, when we discussed this on one of the early episodes I mentioned that um I was feeling like a really big third wheel because my husband and my best friend were both playing Elite Dangerous and they were playing it constantly and <laughs> you're right here right now uh saying this um what about what about you Kremen what was what got you into Elite so having played back in 84 when it was originally released on the BBC Micro, um, it was both me and my brother played. I mean, I was 14 and at school at the time. 
um, got really into it. Um, and then it was originally my brother that put me onto Elite, um, and he bought it for me. Um, and basically, we're probably looking at well over 12,000 hours over the three accounts or the three triple Elite accounts that I play at the moment. Mad flex. Um, well, Mad yeah. Flex. yeah. <laughs> Mad flex. Oh, and I didn't know. I've got a station named after me as well, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that. We'll certainly cover that. Um, just needed to get that in there. <laughs> so what was the... Um, so you, your brother that pushed you into it, what was it that was like... Um, made you go okay yeah i am definitely going to um going to play this game what what was it about it that it's, that it made elite. you say yes i will install this it was elite that was it yeah. i was that was done straight away as soon as he said i'll buy it for you i was like that was it i'm in um mm-hmm. and then it was probably it was only a matter of weeks and i was like i just cannot get on with mouse and keyboard so i put it down for a while um and then a few months after that, I bought myself um, the what was it the Precision Pro, and that completely changed the game for me. Completely yeah. changed the game. Um, I, I'm, that's pretty much it. I mean, over well over twelve thousand hours now. Yeah. Can you guys? Can you both? remember your first time logging into Elite Dangerous and what that was like? Yeah, I logged in and I was in a um, Sidewinder and then this voiced NPC appear and said, it looks like you're out of fuel and then promptly refueled my Sidewinder and then the tutorial mission started and I made it. Is yeah, that how it started? Yeah, it was the <gasps> I can't yeah, remember. The only voiced NPC I think I've ever seen in the entire game is the one at the starting area. And then I I tried the combat mission. And this was the combat mission uh-huh. that I don't know what they were thinking when they made it. I assume they just hated <laughs> their players because you were flying around and I think it was an eagle with missiles, some chaff. And you had to kill like three or four um, Sidewinder. It was horrible. I don't think I never completed that. I don't think. I vaguely remember an early combat uh, tutorial that was like that. That was like so hard. I was like, eh, forget it. it. Doesn't that, isn't there like a combat tutorial that we still go, when new new players come on and ask ask us what we should do with the tutorials and we all go, do do these, but but don't do do the combat ones. Is it that combat tutorial that we're still talking about? I think maybe there's some memories left over of that one, but from what they showed, when they introduced new tutorials, whenever that was, they showed them off Mm -hmm. and the combat one looked a lot better. That combat one is is really easy. It's really nice. You're pointing at static targets, and then it slowly introduces to you the diff- some of the other me- mechanics. Not all of them. Cough, pips, cough. But um, they there were there were some other mechanics that it sort of like slowly introduces you to at the yeah. beginning of. That. I'm, I'm wondering if the old combat tutorial got moved to advanced combat. Maybe possibly it could be it's now. A possibility. But... 
and then I was in the starter section, se- like system. I can't even remember what it was, and there was no explore the galaxy missions. You were just no. dumped there, and I think Kremen found me in the starter session se- system and dumped me some <laughs> palladium. I think. manually scoop up and and sold it and i had like enough to get out of a sidewinder into a viper mark three i think it was i think i went to viper rather than cobra i'm really curious about this do you still have that viper i don't know because i have i think Hmm. i don't think i've ever sold a ship i rage sold I really wow. sold my vulture <laughs> because I had that before engineering. And, yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. What about you, Kremen? Can you remember the first time logging in? Um, you know what my memory is like. Yeah, v- very, very vaguely. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, basically, I logged in, did the flying tutorials, tried to do the combat, gave up, and then off I went. Yeah. Basically. Uh, and I have the, well, I say I've never sold a ship. The only ship I have ever sold was a Type 9. I out- flew in, bought it, outfitted it, flew out of the station, got into Super Cruise, turned around, docked, and sold it. I you hated, hated it that, that thing. much. I hated it. <laughs> it is not my kind of ship. What about you, Mal? Have you ever sold a ship at all? Uh yes. More than more than I care to to admit. Really? Yeah. I've still got all of my buckyball racing ships built like they were for for the particular like the standard buckyball racing ships. Oh, I wow. still have all of them in the station. It's like, I have I'm a I'm a hoarder, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. I, I I actually I didn't so when I first started playing, I didn't get um that you could engineer things. I started playing after Horizons came out, but I didn't yeah, know yeah. about engineering. So it wasn't that big a deal to sell a ship because you could always just rebuy it. And the only time you get your all of your money back for modules, right? And you get like a 10% hit on the ship, I think. Yeah, that's right. So um, so for me, it was like I would buy and sell modules and then I'm like, eh, 10% of a ship because at the time I, I wasn't dealing with the big ships. It was just, you know, like, you know, a couple of million. So 10% of that. And I was like, eh, I'll be fine. Um, so all of my like original starter ships. And then once I started engineering, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't sell these ships anymore. And if I do, I have to pull the modules out before I do it. <laughs> that's so. right. That's right. I'm just, I'm just like, even the, um, even though the ones that mean so much, like the the buckyball one, ones that the standard ones that mm-hmm. have no engineering, I'm still like holding on to them for dear life. And I don't know why. Because they're they're special to you. They're memories. You made memories yeah. in those ships. Like I still have the very first Clipper that I bought, which was of the one for Distant do. Worlds too. And I still have that one. And then I have you know like four other ones. But mm-hmm. but like that ship, I will never get rid of because it's literally got three quarters of the mileage that I've put onto my account is on that ship. So <laughs> it's not going and anywhere. I, 
I mean, when you, given the fact that you can say, um, like, have 40 ships in every station in the galaxy that has a shipyard, I mean, it's not like you're going to run out of space. It's not like modules. Modules I'll sell every bloody day, but um, not um, not ships, not ships, especially if they're ships that have been built for a purpose. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay, so... New question, I think. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's my turn, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, Krimin, what's the story behind your commander name? And if you have alts you want to talk about, if you want to talk about huge, that's, you know, you can talk about those too. You talk about being a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me. So, there was a TV show for the oldies, um, the Kenny Everett show. In that show, there was a animated thing he did um, called Captain Kremen, and it is the first time the Thargoids are mentioned. Mm -hmm. And this is this is going back some years. So, pretty much when I bought the game, I was like, "Right, it's got to be," um, and I made the rookie error and put the, the my commander name as. CMDR and then Elvis Kremen. So I was first known <laughs> commander, as commander. Commander, commander, Commander Elvis Kremen. Excellent. Um, <laughs> and that, yeah. So it's it's pretty much everyone knows me as Elvis Krem, Kremen. I won't repeat what Psychic calls me because that's well, I mean, not suitable for radio. It definitely isn't. <laughs> it definitely isn't. Um, husband, same question. I, I, okay. I think I know so, this. Yeah. But, um, um, so actually, uh, Lubigan wasn't my first one. My first one was actually called back to Blackadder. Um, it was Ooh. Captain Cockup because what do we say when Captain Cockup comes to visit? <laughs> nice. Not today. So this is true. When I entered it, I entered Captain Cockup. I actually managed to get the full thing in, and obviously then it went Commander Captain Cockup, and I was like, oh, well, that sucks. So I changed it, and <laughs> I was struggling with inspiration, and I was watching something about Billy Connolly. Um, like my favorite comedian who I just absolutely adore and think the world of. And his nickname is Big Ian. So I just took little on the end of it because it was that low on in inspiration. Little Big yeah. Ian. Because he's called uh, Big Ian because his mm. dad was also William Colony, Connolly, but he was bigger than his dad. So he was the Big Ian. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction at all? No. No, absolutely no? not. Privateers Alliance. <laughs> I wish that, yeah. No, I wish it didn't. I bet, I bet you've got a really, really good... I, I bet you you're, you're really fond of your squadron, nope. leader, aren't you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, member of PA. I joined PA, I think, 2016. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, was a fuel rat for a little bit. Um, oh, nice. Do have eight rescues to my name, but I just I went through a period where I just didn't touch elite, so I kind of fell out of fuel ratting. But I am intending to get back into it soon, probably in the new year. I think I'm going to aim to get back into it, which means getting building a new ratting ship. So yeah, yeah, nice. I am also uh, a squadron leader 
in, I think, I'm trying to remember what the faction's called. Oh, yeah, it's Privateers Alliance. <laughs> PA for life. Yep. My boys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I actually joined PA before Psychic and Biggie. <gasps> yeah, you did. Yep. It was a <laughs> long time ago. I think to early 2016, I think I joined. Mm-hmm. Um, with with different management. I mean, the management's gone downhill since then. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. fair <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, it's all gone to pot now. I think we do quite well as a faction, I to be honest. So. I think so. It's good, but good bunch of peoples. Yeah. 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 And I think, um, especially over this last year, um, when the last year before, before Galnet came back and then CGs came back and there was less of a focus between us having to find something for people to do and people then could then make the decision as to whether or not they wanted to help us. I think we have grown, given the fact that there wasn't a lot going on, we have grown so much. It was only like the other day that um, Kremen and I um, went through the list of um, our recruits because we have like a recruitment process with PA and we went through a list of our recruits and then um promoted i think we promoted like 15 people to full member yep 15 which is it's yeah. the biggest the biggest um like string of promotions that we've done in a really long time and it was so cool to see all of the, these new people that are really active and coming coming out of the woodwork and really getting into um getting into elite or coming back to elite um and that's that's really cool, especially for like a like an older squadron as PA PA is. It's uh, been around for um, a long time. Seeing some of like the older older faces sort of spring up out of the woodwork has been been really cool. And then seeing these new people and seeing everybody all interacting together is is a really cool thing. It's nice, yeah, it's, wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah, it's great. You see, you see in the Discord where where can I drop data? Where where can I help? How can I help? Yeah, and literally they've been mm. in the, they've been in the Discord of the squadron for like two minutes. Where can mm-hmm. I help? How can I help? Where do I need to go? Where do I need to do this? What what, what can I do to help? It's just incredible. Yeah, elite, it's the elite community is the best thing about elite. Mm-hmm. With with the sound designer close second. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. How many how many systems do you guys control now or at present? Sixty three right now. <gasps> is it sixty three or is it sixty five? Uh, uh, not controlling, 60. but present in. I've literally yeah, sixty three and we control forty six. Wow. It's really nice. But you I watch I keep I occasionally I'll hop over and see other dogs of Laura doing as well and seeing you in more than just pathamon yep. it's just it's so lovely it we're really now is. in it's, six total it makes me so proud we were in seven but the the seventh one was um Lungani and one of our allies is there and they're like we're doing stuff we don't want any other player factions and we're like okay just let us yeah. drop off then it's fine um but yeah so we're we're happy. We're we're looking yeah. to do our next big expansion soon, which will be fun. That's yeah, really we cool. Have, we have that too because we're kind of right on the edge of the bubble, mm-hmm. um, and we've got uh, I think there's is it two big Russian factions. We've got a Spanish. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're kind of right on the edge of the bubble, but we have our own little bubble. Yeah. Yes. It's I really good. would like for them to introduce. This is completely well. It's on topic, but. 
outside the realm. I, I would like for them to introduce in Odyssey a fourth tab to the galaxy map so that you have, you know, for start for like how to show the map. So you would have realistic, um, the star filter, the power play, and then there should be a player minor faction tab where yeah. you can see your faction's mini bubble. Yeah, in relation I love to other, that. like that would be, and all it shows is controlling. It doesn't show like everything. It shows what systems you control as yeah. a faction. That would be as really opposed, cool. As opposed to having to use sixty three bookmarks. Yeah, definitely. That yes, really, absolutely. It's a it's a pain, um, but it would be lovely to see that. Just sort of like um, our little our little PA brain slug on the top of the bubble is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is what, wonderful um, when you're when you're playing the game what um resources do you use um sort of say third party resources when you're when you're playing is there anything that you really rely on either different apps that you open or websites that you go to things along those what are your what are your go-to moments um edmc ed engineer coriolis inara and there's probably one else that i forgot and eddb as well yeah can you oh I've, I've yeah. taught them well. Kind of need a lot running, <laughs> otherwise it's a bit difficult. What's this? What's this? Ed, what's this? Ed engineer you're on about? Don't what's... you joke with me, Clement? <laughs> Don't you even start that with me? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! There's, there's an Ed engineer tool. Hey, hey, hey! Holy mackerel! I don't need to use Ed engineer yes, because you do. I am. No, I don't because I'm pretty much full on every single material. Yeah, so I don't need, need to check it, what. I'm, so you know why? Why do I because need to do that? Because if you don't, you're not using ED Engineer. Exactly. And it's the most doesn't matter when you're full of mats. Well, <laughs> you just right. go there and do it. There's, you feel something. You, you've, got, you've had two flexes so far, Kramer, and you've watched yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets two. Three is over the line. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, he's already talked about the, pla- the planet with the base with his name on it. So no, yes. we're nearly at three. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so thinking about, so apart from, I guess we, we didn't do little big game. What do you use for resources? Anything different? Oh, did we? we? Did I miss it? Yeah. It happens. Um, (laughs) brain is not working at full capacity today. So I apologize in advance or in arrears, I guess. Um, (laughs) what is, uh, for each of you, what's your preferred control scheme? Uh, do you like keyboard and mouse, hotas, gamepad? Uh, I started obviously with keyboard and uh, Precision Pro, um, mm-hmm. and then I upgraded to a T sixteen thousand, which I have had for over two years. And the only problem I have had with it is the little lateral thruster hat on mm-hmm. the throttle had a mm-hmm. slight drift, which I sorted out with a tiny bit of dead zone, and I have had no problems with it since. Yeah, yet I have heard hundreds of people say it's broke within weeks it it doesn't last it's crap i have had no problem with mine at all other than that slight drift yeah and i love it yeah Yeah. that was that was my experience with the t16000m as well was i had no trouble with it at all you just need to be gentle with your sticks boys and girls (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> you only get one. Don't break it. Oh, my God. Such children. That hurts. That genuinely hurts. <laughs> um, for me, I started with a Xbox 360 controller, and mm-hmm. I still have it. Um, I want to get a Hotas at some point, but Microsoft Flight Simulator has ruined that. So, you know... We saw one not too long ago. We we saw one on the on the Logitech website, and when we went back, I think like it was probably two days later. We were like, "Yep, no, we can go and get that now." Um, went back on the Logitech website, and they completely mm-hmm. sold out. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's probably something that's going to have to wait until the New Year, maybe, or at some point I'll get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got um proper envy of mine haven't you now you see me using mine just struggling to play with the 360 control because i find if i play for any length of time um my hands start to cramp up so i i'm struggling to play for any more than a couple of hours without having to take a break and like stretch you know like stretch my hands and stuff like stretch my fingers and that so yeah, it'd be nice to be able to have something that means I could play a bit longer. Yeah. And trying yeah. to FA off on because trying to do it in a controller is just terrifying. I yes. know a couple of people <laughs> who do FA off on a on, on a controller and um they do it they do it perfectly well and all of that, but I mean, psychic can't even do it with a hotas. I definitely can't do it on the on a hotas. (laughs) I don't like Malizy. Mal is so much better at FA off than me, and that's and that's absolutely fine. I'm perfect. I'm fine with just like toggling it when I turn around and stuff. Yeah, when I I remember to. Yeah, I do that. I plan to be get a cheap ship like a sidewinder and go to an asteroid belt and just try there and try and fly around asteroids and FA off. That's, That's the best, the best way, way to do it. Out. Yep. Yep. I know I know all of the I know all of the best practices. I just for me it's a case of just not being able to I can't get my head around non-assisted flight. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it's super, super easy for the, the I'm sure there are people who go, going, why, why can you not get your head around it? It's so easy. But it it just there's just something that doesn't click with it with me. Yeah. I mean, you can't even land at a station without doing a exactly. loop first. Exactly. I refer you to the November highlight reel from Psychic's channel <laughs> and the very first clip of her landing on a uh, fleet carrier. It's my fleet carrier. It's my fleet carrier that I run into the back of and explode my cutter. It's my fleet carrier. <laughs> it's so bad. That was so funny. <laughs> I was like, I had to stop and just, just like laugh for a good minute or two. And I feel like the reason it's so funny is because I've done that countless times myself. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, ah, uh, it's not just me. There are other pilots <laughs> who fly the same way. Well, perhaps if Psychic listened to advice and did a reboot repair, it wouldn't have happened. Well, perhaps if you wouldn't backseat all the time, then <laughs> maybe oh, oh. she'd pay attention to you when you and when you actually um mean something correct i wow. that sentence ran away with me a little bit i managed to cover it up yeah, i think the closest come to crash and landing is probably in my frag member 
because I can't really accelerate near a station with that because it hits. Usually when it comes into land, it's doing above 300. So it's just panicking <laughs> while trying to land it. And obviously I made the Kovacs yeah. German. So it just yells at me in a language I don't understand. It's slightly terrifying <laughs> as I'm heading towards a pad at 300 like, meters per second or whatever the speed is. And I'm just trying to slow down. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great idea. That's a psychic. You guys need to make a video of that, of just like a ship that comes in. And if you're coming in too fast or it looks like you're not going to make the landing, the Kovas just switches to cussing at you in another language because it's freaking <laughs> out. Idea. That would be amazing. It would have to be German. It would have to be German. It shouts at you. Oh, my God. Guys, what would you say? Um, that is your forte in game. What are you best at? Oh, blimey. I'm a bit of a jack of all trades. You know what Crimson's not best at? Using ED Engineer. Just saying. That's true. That's true. I don't need it. Not when you're full. You don't need to when you're full of mats. It's fine. <laughs> um, I took a long break. And then uh, I was chatting to Psykit, and the BGS needed help. So I pretty much jumped back. And other than the, the, the new CGs that are popping up, I sometimes partake in those, depending on what I'm doing. Um, it's pretty much solely BGS I do now, and I love it. It's mm-hmm. literally the one thing that keeps me in the game at the moment is the BGS. It is for me. It is the most rewarding part of Elite Dangerous. Yep. Yeah. It's not like I need to grind ranks anymore. Not know I mean. All right. <laughs> is that my fourth? I don't know. Fourth, fourth? I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Han? What, um, what do you say you're the best at? Probably BGS work. To be honest, is what I mostly do now. Um, I got drained so well, Mel. Listen to this. you the odd <laughs> combat stuff or the odd hauling CG, but I enjoy BGS most. Like, um, yeah. I remember, I think one of our systems was under attack. So I went to the people attacking us, one of their systems, and called them to lose a war by myself, um, which mm. was funny because I think they lost the station out of it. Um, <laughs> that was not sanctioned. Uh, I can't remember that being sanctioned. <laughs> it definitely wasn't in the name of PA. No. <laughs> definitely, we, definitely we don't do wasn't. We, we don't do that, honest. No, that's, that's their problem. They shouldn't have started a war. Um, <laughs> and other than that, I actually really enjoy doing passenger missions. Yeah. You know, apart from, you know, my beluga needs fixing. So yeah. would you would you say that you are best at some of the things that you, the things that you enjoy then? Yeah. 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 What about what are you, what you coming? You say it's also um, the BGS is the thing that you you seem to mention that that was like the the thing that you most enjoyed as well, being the most rewarding. Would you say that that rings true? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, having spent so much time in the game, um, it all seems. I won't say it's old, but pr- other than Thargoid combat, it's not really my thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I've killed a few. Don't get me wrong, but I've never, I've never grinded Thargoid scouts. I've never. I think the only time I've ever killed a Thargoid was when I was winged with Psychic. Yeah, probably. Um, I just don't enjoy killing bugs. That's fair. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? 
<laughs> um, they make whale sounds and then die. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. That is yeah, but, that happens. Yeah, it's de- but it's yeah, definitely the BGS is what what keeps me in the game and what I enjoy doing the most because you can literally jump into a system. Um, having worked the BGS for such a long time, uh, I'm pretty much allied with every single faction in every single PA system. So the the mission rewards, I mean, with the buffs that have just happened, I can pick up missions for 50 million in a lot of systems for fetching a certain amount of cargo easily. So, I mean, money's no real problem in Elite anymore, so I just literally do what I want to do, hop around the systems and just do a little bit of dabbling here and there. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Is there um so is there anything then that you you don't participate in in elite that you would like to do more of? Um I think I do pretty much all of it. Exploration, I mean my main account I flew out to Colonia on what mm-hmm. was the start of my trip out to Beagle. Right. Um and that was maybe 7 months ago and it's still sitting in Colonia. <laughs> it's just the thought of going all that way but if i'm going to do beagle it has to be on my main account i don't want to do it on another account first it has to be on my main it's just that daunting task of flying all that way well it's kind of hard to make that trip too if you get to colonia and they're like so happy to see you they're naming stations after you like i mean who would want to leave oh my god we're gonna get to that we're, def- we're definitely gonna get to that i can see the question coming um, what, what about you hun is there anything that you don't um participate in elite that you'd like to yeah i'd like to do more of the racing stuff so like the buckyball racing the canyon oh, yeah. racing um that thing where you just get a ship and randomly make it fall out of space to towards a planet and hit ridiculous speeds speedball yeah that sounds pretty fun yes you want to speak to Mal about that? He's it's so he much gets fun. times on yeah, the board. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd like to give that that a bash. Um, it seems like it could be quite good fun. No, my luck, I'd just go impact the ground straight away. But you know, <laughs> I mean that That's part of the fun though. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'd like I'd like to do that. Um, do a lot. Do the buckyball race and and canyon racing. I'd like to see, does anybody do racing around asteroids in asteroid fields? I think that'd be pretty cool. We did a we did a PA one not too long ago where we started in the system, headed out to to a particular spot and then ran back. I think Chauffeur organized it, but I um I don't know. Normally the 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 bucky the buckyball races are ones where um anyone can compete at any given time and they're more time trials mm. than um than yeah. anything else. Like the thing the the asteroid race that we did was really really fun because you had you were able to have mines so mm-hmm. you could chuck mines out behind you and actually sort of um uh, tamper with the other players it became a bit like wacky races in that in that effect yeah. so that's pretty cool but um that's something um when we when we spoke to Alec Turner it was something that he was saying that he would be going backwards and forwards with was whether or not you'd like to see actual items that you could put in the game for races yeah um well like banana uh, skins like mario yes, 
Well, not no, 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 not like that, but like um, <laughs> Pat Kevin's a blue shell. Like you know, in the in the tutorial when you're flying around and you've got the little circles that you have to fly mm. through. Yeah, those would be cool. Yeah, b- being able to have those in in game for buckyball racing purposes and have like a set course that would be yeah. that would be how you would be able to really have an asteroid belt kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, like checkpoints. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, because I think yeah. like asteroid belt onto through an asteroid belt down onto a planet with big like ravines in it along the planet back up and through the belt and maybe into an asteroid station would be an amazing race. Mm, but it's, yeah. you know, it's just the logistics of how you actually make that happen. But also let's see like um you know, in the tutorial, they've got like those raceways that you kind of drive, fly around in. It'd yeah. be nice to yeah. see yeah. a bigger version somewhere. Yep, um, I agree. And the same with like the CQC, like arenas, being able to visit something like that. I think those would be fun to have little f- races around in ship on fighters or whatever, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, definitely the racing is something I want to get into. For sure, for sure. There is a Buckyball Discord, so make sure... Mm-hmm. Make, or a Buckyball and an Elite Racers Discord, so make sure that you you um, get in on those yeah. and then um, see when they do the next ones. Or keep an eye on the forums, because Alec will, especially the Buckyball ones, Alec will tend to post them on the forums as well. The forum is a cursed place. Okay. <laughs> where do you, where do you guys? Um, I know the answer to this question, but where do you spend most of your time in the galaxy? PA space. Yep. Uh, PA space or CGs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Being, or having recently BBC bought a carrier. On my fleet carrier until you bought yours. <laughs> I got my own now. I've had hey. enough to buy it. For months, I just didn't feel the need to buy one. And then I just got the fancy one day. I went, do you know what? I've got all this money and I'm not spending it. Why the hell not? Because it was so busy <laughs> leeching off mine is what it was. You used to kidnap me. <laughs> well, it's... Well, <laughs> steal my ships. But you, you say this. No, 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 I'm not having this. But you say this about all <laughs> this, like you were landing on my fleet carrier and all of this and I was stealing your ships. But also, when you made your, when you bought your fleet carrier, we were in a Discord together and we were chatting, and you went, I'm not going to need a shipyard, am I? And I was like, the absolute cheek and audacity of the man. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been landing on your fleet carrier all this bloody time, but can you land on mine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was genuinely like shocked. <laughs> you made me spend even more money. I did. I did. I absolutely bloody did. <laughs> yeah, it's it comes in quite handy. It, it's mm-hmm. it might be expensive, but it's supposed to be expensive. Yep. It's not it's yeah. not a ship that you can just I mean, it shouldn't be easily be easily obtainable. Yeah. It yeah. should need work and lots of work. And the upkeep, uh, admittedly the who the the the, oh, the 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 tears when they said about the upkeep. And I'm like 23 million is I could do that in one mission. Yeah. 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 And that's my that's my week's upkeep. It's not too bad. Done. 
don't have to worry about it. And that's with, obviously, that's not with everything. I don't have everything on the fleet carrier. But right. for 23 million, that's, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. A, a mining trip, that's like a couple of rocks or a couple of BGS missions. That is it. Yeah. And then it's done for the week. And then I don't have to worry about it. So, yep. yeah, it's um, having not had one and using everybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be like message psychic or somebody else on the Discord. Is there any chance you can move your fleet carrier here or here, please? And we need we need a large pad here. Can you just move your fleet carrier? And now I'm like, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Nice. It's so It's so handy. Yep, indeed. I, I actually have been meaning to actually grind out a fleet carrier for my main account just so that I have one nearby because i i have one on the alt account but it's out in the middle of nowhere for ds uh dssa yeah so i don't get to use it it just sits there doing its thing and welcoming people who are lost at the edge of the galaxy spending its credits mm-hmm. <laughs> paying for its upkeep yep that's pretty we've you've actually got, you've got plenty of funds for that though haven't you you're okay at yeah. the moment aren't you yeah it's a, so when it when i took it out there i took it out there with like three billion in change in okay. its in its account, so that it could stay there for a full three years. That was the Without idea. It was like, about it. yeah, if nobody ever showed up, it would be able to maintain for three years out there. Nice. Um, and people have actually been coming by and selling cardo data and stuff. And um, it's we're still we're still at almost three billion, I think, in the carrier oh, well, that's balance. Okay, then, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, I'm kind of I'm pleasantly surprised by that. It's a good thing. Um, when you guys are playing, if you run into trouble in game, whether it's something like you, you can't figure out a mission or you have issues with uh, with fuel or with repairs or, you know, anything like that, who is it that you turn to for help or for advice? Um, with a mission, it'll just usually be who's on. So it could be somebody random in PA or... Usually it's Elvis if he's on. Um, fuel, I have a fuel scoop, so I don't have to worry about that. Subtle psychic, subtle, not that common. That last um, psychic for help. <laughs> psychic is the one that needs the help the yeah. most. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not really either. Just because I'm doing stuff locally, the worst things are usually pirate assassination missions. Mm-hmm. Um, if I decide not to take my Corvette, like if I take my Frag Mamba, then I'll usually need someone to give me a hand with it. If I take my Corvette, I don't really need to worry. Um, Easy mode, but yeah. Fuel. I've got fuel scoop in pretty much all my ships, so that isn't a problem. And I know the way of KGB foam. So, do you know the way? This is the way. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> uh, what about you, Kremen? If you run into any trouble, who do you turn to? <laughs> um. It's generally not psychic. God damn it, uh, <laughs> liar! <laughs> I, was, I was expecting you don't run into trouble when you have all the engineering um, mats. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to come across as big-headed, but it's 
I don't know. I've never, I've never had to call the fuel rats. Um, you are a mindful commander. Yeah, aware of what's going on in your ship. Yeah, I just, unlike psychic, I pay attention to what's <laughs> happening in game. Hey, yes, <laughs> that is. A, Don't I you feel, try and defend I'm yourself. Seen at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and defend yourself. You know it to be true. Yeah, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, there's obviously begin and psychic, and there's also psychic sister. But for advice, <laughs> it's normally um, Google. If I'm, hey, so if, if I'm if, really, really struggling with something, out of curiosity, out of curiosity, if ever either of you have any problems with like a BGS thing, and you want a little bit of advice about the BGS, who would you turn to then? I taught myself everything um, about the BGS. Uh-huh. There's, there's, I got sent a link to a thing that explains that. So I just used to read that. <laughs> who, who sent you that link? Um, I think it was in the PA Discord. Oh my god, I hate both of you so much. I mean, and you know that's a lie. I mean, Kevin doesn't ask you for BJ's advice because he just ignores you anyway, so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oi, 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 oi. <laughs> now, do you feel seen? Okay, um, what is. Oh god, I know what the answer to this is. Worship the game? No, no, we're not at that what, part yet. We're at that part. What is your fondest memory? Or the most amazing thing that oh has God. happened to you in Elite. We'll start with Little Big Yin. Damn it! <laughs> um, probably the first time I got pulled out of Witch Space by a Thargoid. Okay. Um, I'm jealous. Just because it, it's so freaky when it happens. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's like the your ship throws a bit of a wobbler and says the whatever corridor is destabilizing or something like that. And then you just kind of get pulled out and all your power goes. And then there's that weird, like noise. And then a giant flower flies past you while scanning you. It was like being in a game then with that Thargoid noise. Yeah. It was amazing. And obviously there's the, because you're on life support, you just hear your breathing. Your, your ship cools down, so you start to get the frost forming, and then it just kind of slowly wheels past you. And then if you're like me, you kind of, when you get power back, is you run after it. Because it just inconvenienced you. Um, favourite things? Oh, um, rescuing um, escape capsules from Thargoids. Yeah. That's really good fun. Um, because they can get upset with you. And I use my DBX for that. Because a DBX can fit between the gaps in the petals. <laughs> so if you line up right, you can grab a, uh, a, a one of the um, you know occupied escape pods and boost between the petals to get away from the Thargoid. Um, but if you aim too low, you will crash into it, and then it gets upset at you. So you don't want to do that. Yeah, that's about for me. Kremen, what's your fondest memory? Um, it's hard to it's hard to think of a certain thing. Oh wait, no, it's having a station named after me out in Colonia. That's Please, it. Tell me I the require story. more information about tell, this. Tell me the yeah. story. <laughs> so it was um, during the second 
Colonia Initiative, um, where we were ferrying out the the travel guides from the starter system in the bubble out to Colonia. Um, and it was a huge thing for PA. It was so well organized. We had people in the bubble that were classed as loaders that you would sort of drop out close to the station and all these people would ferry out all the travel guides to you. Um, you'd launch your collector limpets and then off you'd go, uh, pick them all up and then you'd go and land and take off your collector limpets and stick something else on. And then off you go 22,000 light years. Um, and back then it was before, it was before, I can't remember if it was when, I don't think we had engineering because my 400 ton condor did 30 light years. And so average trip, 30 light years, about 10 hours using neutrons. It is. It's mad. But yeah, over the course of 17 days, I did 15 trips. And on one of those trips, I caught a 200 credit bounty in the bubble, thought nothing of it. Flew out to Colonia, um, and what we had in Colonia was uh, a couple of people that would log in and take the cargo off you so you didn't have to land. So then I would suicide my condor at like 22 million a time, uh, so I ended up back in the starter system in my anaconda and literally launch from the station, sit outside, wait to be loaded again, off I go again. So yeah, 15 trips in 17 days. And so what happened with the bounty? It got me killed. It got me killed right outside Colonia Station, outside oh Jack's. Security scanned me, and I lost my cargo. I remember. No. I remember that happening. I it remember. Was I think heartbreaking. We were, I think we had Teamspeak at the time. We it was pre Discord days, or it was pre being as often in Discord as we were. I think we were still back in. No, we definitely had Discord. I'm yeah, thinking, was, I think it was Teamspeak because it no, was back in the World of Tanks Discord. days, and the World of Tanks days was um, was Teamspeak. But I remember either way, we were in a voice call, and mm-hmm. I rem- I remember yeah. you like all of the swear words under the sun came out of your mouth. I think I think you oh, yeah, might have thrown mouth. your headset down and just um, didn't rage quit. <laughs> No, I don't think you, I don't think you rage quit per se. I, was a I just think miffed. you. I, did, I think you. <laughs> that's an understatement. I think you just walked away for. Um, yeah, it for took a me a few minutes. Yeah, but then I launched and went to, went to pick up another load. Yeah, and off I went again straight away. But yeah, to so, um, I got uh, a few rewards that I didn't even know about. So PA in there. In their amazingness, um, I was gifted a track clip pro. Um, I also got a huge, uh, like a PA banner. Um, I got four, like four, um, and then a couple of other little things. But the the icing on the top of the cake, and it broke me, mm-hmm. was them telling me that they were going to name the station after me. And I was like, "You what?" So the, the reason reason being is because we had um, when we when we won, 
um when we won the the cg basically we um the the top factions were allowed to name a system and a station out there um and it was a complete no-brainer in recognition of all of Kremen's hard work that we had to call the, there was no there was no other nothing else that came up we had to name that station Kremen's respite such an honor yeah literally broke me mm-hmm. for a little while I can't even imagine how that felt. That's that is amazing. I mean, from having played in '84 and thinking mm-hmm. this game is so cool to starting in 2015 and thinking all these stations with all these famous people's names on. I mean, you go yep. all, all around and you see all these fancy names like Nimoy and I mean, all of the wonderful people, and then you fly out to Colonia, go to Kyoto 368, and I can see Kremer's respite in the system it every time it's mentioned it brings a big smile to my face it's yeah. just being immortalized in a game that i absolutely love yeah is just incredible so, such an honor yeah yeah so what is it that keeps you all logging back into the game coming back for more as it were bgs BGS and the people. Yeah. The the community, the the overall elite community, the PA community. I mean, all these, the, the factions that we're aligned with, like yourself, Mal, Dogs of Law, and all the other ones, it is just, it's literally the one thing about elite that, that, that makes it stand out from all the other games. Admittedly, there are a few people, like you've got yeah. the, the tiny minority that are, I mean, no swearing. But mm-hmm. th- for the for the majority, like ninety nine percent of the elite community, are just wonderful, wonderful mm-hmm. people. Cannot say it enough. The community is just incredible. Um, for me, big part is the community. The people you play with are really good laugh. It's also the ongoing storyline. Well, what there is of it anyway, and just to kind of see what terrible mistakes I can make this time around (laughs) (laughs) if you could go back to your very first day playing Elite Dangerous and give yourselves one piece of advice as new commanders what would that advice be I mean, when I started, you couldn't, you could grind, but credits were so hard to come by mm-hmm. that there was um, advice to myself. Don't get psychic involved in the game. Um, oh, no. No. <laughs> um, oh, no. I lie. I lie. <laughs> um, I'd probably still be playing just, bloody World of Tanks on my Todd then, wouldn't I? <laughs> um, I would say enjoy it, but I have enjoyed it. It's what's kept me coming back. Mm. Um, take your time. Um, I don't. It's so hard having sort of spent so much time in the game. It's what got to give me. Um, take it. Take your time is probably the biggest one. Yeah. I don't know if there's an easy answer. To that because the games changed so much from when 
I guess myself and Kremen started playing it that you couldn't really give yourself advice that would be relevant now to then. Mm-hmm. You know, like I couldn't give telling myself back when I started, oh, go and mine pay night. It's pointless because it was never a big seller then. It was usually Palladium or another P that was the big seller. Palladium, Platinum. Yeah, those were the big big sellers at the time. Prasodymium, you mean? Yeah, that too. Um, And you can't say, oh, go and trade grade 5 materials because you couldn't do that. And engineering, when it first came out, was a complete luck what you'd get out of it. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. So I don't really think... The, the coveted God rolls yeah. that would happen oh, every now and then. The amount of... Um, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we, Kremlin? The amount of... I had um, so many God roll modules. But the amount of materials that you would you would use and waste, oh, yeah. like hoping for that single God mm. roll. Yeah, you I get, spent so many mats getting God roll modules. Yeah, you'd get one roll that was really good, and then you'd roll again, and it'd be worse than it was when you start, and you're like, brilliant. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the, the changes to it now are just it's the game's changed so much. I, don't, I think it's barely recognizable as the game we started with. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah, so I don't really think there's much advice I could give myself starting. Oh, get a get a hotas quicker. Get a hotas sooner. Yeah. Is is the one piece of advice I'll give myself. <laughs> Fair That's enough. A good one. That's a good one. So looking forward in time, what is one thing that uh, each of you is looking for from Odyssey that we don't know about yet or that we haven't heard about? What would be Panther like Clipper. your biggest? Panther, <laughs> Clipper. Wait, what? Panther Clipper. I feel like maybe Panther Clipper might be Kremens. <laughs> <laughs> to, to preface this as well, we are recording this before the gameplay footage has come out. So yeah. if, we, if we mention something that we may have seen in the gameplay footage... Just, I just wanted to. I just want to preface that now. Granted, it's. I feel like it's unlikely that we will see a panther clipper in the gameplay for, gameplay footage later. But anyway, you never know. Yeah, as Apex, were, boys. Apex Interstellar are going to use panther clippers. That's my. That's my thing for Odyssey. We're going to see the panther clipper, but they will be for the Apex Interstellar. We won't be able to use them. No, it won't we'll be. Have, it won't we'll be just be able to look pilot. at them as they go past. Yep. And people people will covet them. They will be, I want one, I want one. But yep. yeah, I reckon it's going to be the Apex Interstellar, uh, the passenger ca- passenger ships. Um, For me, the thing I'm looking most forward to is being inside the stations. I, I hope there's social hubs where you can run into other commanders, like maybe play some games with them out you know outside of you know like the equivalent of like i don't like blackjack or or something like that like have like a social hub yeah sort of like mini game um you could do yep and what the alliance are really up to oh yep i assume that's going to drag into odyssey if they are terraforming Money planets. It, it feels like that's going to drag into Odyssey somehow. Um, yeah. yeah, 
I would not be surprised yeah. if that's well, the case. Well, they've got this story arc planned until, what, 2022? Yeah. So unless Odyssey gets super delayed, we're going to get it in Odyssey yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love for FDev to make the Alliance relevant. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. right now they're not. Yeah. It's a slow burn. There's too there's too much similarity between independence and alliance right now. It's mm. they just, just genuine, genuinely put my hand up to ask a question, answer a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Multi layered base assaults. Yes. 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 People on feet, yes, people in SRVs, and people in ships. Yes, Multi layered. Yeah. Yes, please. And can we, oh. I mean, I mean, oh. I'm going to be staying up quite late tonight to watch um watch this. Hope hopefully it's going to be earlier rather than later. But um, if we get multi layered base assaults tonight, uh, that I yeah. uh, that feels like that's something they'd want to keep for later. They would have to do some serious adjusting to multi crew and winging. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. got you got four ships with three people in each. Yeah, you think of the, the they struggle with instancing at the moment. On I mean, between three and four yeah. people, you struggle. Yeah, having I... twelve people trying to get into the same instance to do a multi-layered base assault is something they are going to have to really work on. A controversial one. I don't care about ship interiors. No, not bothered. Do you know why? Unless they can provide some form of relevant gameplay. They can't though, because yeah, I feel like the 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 only big advantage to ship interiors is immersion in role play. Like yeah, if, from a from a functional perspective, the only thing I can think of that they could do to make ship interiors part of the relevant to the gameplay would be if you can get out of your chair to physically repair modules, mm-hmm. but then without using an AFMU. Like yeah. if there were mini games to like reroute power to a you know a module or to repair your power plant or, but, but then you can just use the AFMU. Do you know what I mean? Like for example, if you couldn't fit an AFMU in for some reason, right, and then you had to do it manually, then that's fine. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it needs to have game something in yeah. there to do not just yeah. can you imagine just walking around an anaconda for an well, hour and just going we, first ooh, of all look, ooh, look you wouldn't be able to walk around an anaconda it's huge no ships in elite bar the imperial whatever class into majestic class interdictor create their own gravity so what you're going to be doing is float around an anaconda cool i mean can you imagine being in the type nine you float out your seat you float a bit further oh look there's a giant like bay of containers there's going to be because whatever they do with them has to be accessible for people who don't have, you know, the add-on. So they can't move stuff that we can do from the pilot seat into the ship interior now. Yeah. Because people who don't have it still need to be able to do like plot a route. They still need to be able to do that. Yeah. So I keep I keep I forgetting. Can- because we've we've gone so long without having paid for DLC, I keep forgetting that Odyssey is paid for DLC. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's completely justified that it is paid for DLC, and we've been a little bit spoiler in spoil in not having it. But um, I do, I do, for I do forget that for sure. Mm-hmm. 
as long as I keep the price between thirty and forty pound, I will happy because I have to. I have to buy it four times. Yeah, man. You're <laughs> no. Sucks. Right there. Sucks. <laughs> I think it depends how much work they do to it because if they pretty much rewrite Elite from the ground up, which they might, they might have to rewrote rewrite lots of the networking code to deal with. If they are going to have it, they. You could have three people on the ground and three people flying around in ships all in the same instance. You know, at the moment, that's far too hit and miss to have it as a main stay of the game. So they're going to have to do a lot of work on making the networking a lot more reliable. That's not going to be easy in this game. So, yeah. Yeah. I just think people need to temper their expectations of Odyssey a bit. Um, oh, I'd love it to introduce, you know, like you've got maybe something with CQC, you know, you've got like CQC, you fly around and you we fighters mm-hmm. and treat each other. Maybe they could have a combined CQC, so fighter, person, and SRV combat. That'd be cool. Like, they have already confirmed that there is going to be a... Um, uh pvp cqc section yeah they could combine all three into like some sort of games that they could run you know like the pilot federation games or something where you yeah. fly around in your little fighters and there's a ranking on there and then you do the same on foot and then you do the same like with srvs just chasing each other down and shooting each other that'd be that'd be fun and interesting i think but again a lot of it depends on with everything with this game instancing, if they can't yeah. have reliable yeah. instancing with lots of people, then there's no point. I'm so pumped for it regardless. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> yeah. Cannot wait. Yeah. I'm I'm still going to park it, um, Jameson's Cobra, before release day, get it, download it, log in, and try and get first, you know, like... You know, first, first boots, yeah, first feet at Jameson's Cobra. Because <laughs> that's going to be that, that's going to be one of the one of the things, isn't it? Didn't have they already mentioned something along those lines? Yeah. You're going to have like the first scan, the first discovered, and then the um, it's going to be first feet. It's going to be another yeah string to that bow. Yeah, so discovered, mapped, and then Walked whatever. On. Yeah, yeah, whatever they call that. So yeah, I'd love it. I cannot love wait. to get it for Jameson. So exciting! <laughs> so excited! Do you um? Do you guys put? I'll wait for that to happen. Um, <laughs> book, book. Hey, 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 hey! I know. <laughs> <laughs> do you play anything else when you're not playing Elite? Um, I still dabble in World of Tanks from time to time um i've got a few other games installed but it's not often i will veer away from elite mm-hmm. so it's like elite world of tanks play a bit of uh forza four yeah um and i just got cyberpunk 2077 i know it's a bit contentious and a bit yeah. but yeah i just started playing that i got about five hours in at the moment nice it's beautiful. Um, for me, it's Forza Horizon 4 and Phasmophobia when I'm not playing Elite. 
Because hey. I do it. Spoops. Do love the spoops. No, no spoops. The spoops I love are good. No. Nope. Well, the good thing about the spoops game is it may not kill me, so you know that's a good positive. <laughs> and it's that's a good, that's a good one. Just scared the bejesus out of you. <laughs> yeah, those flashing lights won't actually give you an epileptic seizure. Yeah, GG. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> What were they thinking? I just don't understand. It's, it's, uh, um, uh, it's being addressed, but it shouldn't yeah. have been in there in the first place. Uh, I actually it, got to that bit last this morning. Did you? Really? Yeah. Yeah. The, my first brain dance this morning, I was like, oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why. It, it, but I found it, out I don't have epilepsy. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it boggles. It boggles my mind that um, a game could include that. However, I say that, but then they also have um, Elite Dangerous has the flashing neutrons and no way to turn it off. And and this is something that I've actually brought up with with Bruce. Like um, uh, Little Biggie and I both um, have pretty close connections with um a uk charity called epilepsy action um Mm -hmm. and it's um that's something that i've brought up with frontier is um it's an it's a whole accessibility thing um what i really like to i want from odyssey that we don't all know it already know about it is accessibility um and uh with regard to the flashing lights and i know that they exist and i know that they're there within the neutrons and that is um how they would be expected to see uh expected to be but um the whole the fact that they're there doesn't make it um it's still a i know you know it's a simulation but it's still a game at the end of the day so I'd very much like to see an option to be able to turn off effects along those lines. And maybe a colorblind mode? Yeah. Yep, that I'm not too. sure. Being not colorblind myself, obviously, I know people are colorblind, but I'm not sure how well they get on with all the different colors. So maybe a colorblind mode would be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, standard it's- accessibility stuff and software not to use, not to yeah. use color to designate meaning. So in yep. theory... The bad ships shouldn't be red. They should be yeah. something should be else. A different shape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, they haven't gone down that route for whatever reasons. Maybe yeah. they'll address it in Odyssey. I um, hope so. Yeah, I would like to see them address more of the accessibility stuff. That would be nice. And for people who are going to get upset, remember, it's optional, so it won't ruin your game. It's okay. Yeah. You are safe. Okay. I think that's it. I think we're good. Regular questions. For the regular questions, but we do have the lightning round. And it is my turn (laughs) to ask the lightning round questions, (laughs) which I'm super stoked about. Um, This is uh, a round that, um, Kremen, I know we've been through these before. When we, when, we first, when we first started talking about doing the doing the podcast and having a lightning round, Kremen was a little bit of my barometer for these. So what we will do is um, we will still have the lightning round. Um, it is something that we throw in towards the end of um, for fun, and it's just a case of answering as quickly and as accurately and succinctly as possible. Um, what we'll do is if when I ask the question, Kremen, you answer first, and then followed by um, followed by you, little Biggie, and if that's okay. 
Sure. Sure. Perfect. Okay, so if you're ready, we will begin. What's your favourite ship? Python. Type 9. Least favourite ship? Ash Scout. Vulture. Best ship in the game? Python. Crit Phantom. Worst ship? Ash Scout. Type 7. What's your favourite station? Oh, Graven's Respite. Um, it's a fancy one in Seoul that I can't remember its name that looks really posh and it's got trees and stuff but I can't remember its name Mars High? Might be, yeah uh... um, Favourite system? HIP 33368 Seoul True or false? You can get a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital Only if you fly in a large ship True Do you use engineered or vanilla modules? engineered all the way depends on what I'm doing are you alliance federation empire or independent independent whoever's got the most money who's your favourite power play leader the blue haired hottie and uh, none of them if you run out of gas do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide fuel rats for that first time experience uh, fuel rats just not psych it. I'm not, not fair. If you if you have low hull, do you call the hull seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best, or do you suicide? Keep going. Keep going. True or false? There is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Yes. True. True. Thargoids, friend, foe, or undetermined? Undetermined. Don't care. You give me a mind to kill them. And finally, flight assist, on or off? A mix. Off, twirling while screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Is there anything that we haven't covered today that you would like to talk about? Um, no, I think we've covered it, to be honest. Um, passenger missions are really fun and you see cool stuff <laughs> they are cool they are cool you mean the um the the like heading towards um the ones which take you on like a sightseeing passenger mission yeah like the sightseeing ones or the um scientist wants to visit x um yeah, yeah they can be a bit long but you do see some really cool stuff also, for BGS-wise, they often have a ton of influence strapped to them. Yeah, So that's true. they can be really good. So if anybody wants to connect with you or get to know you better, where is it that they would be able to find you online? Um, normally in the PA Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, or hanging out in one of the many PA or new flight assist stream team streams on mm-hmm. Twitch. Yes, you will. You will normally find me there. Um, PA Discord, or usually Sidekit stream, or Miles stream, or occasionally Crispy's when he's on and I'm awake. That's fair. Well, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming on and being 
being these humans who are you the this is our last interview for flight assist this, this is. season so um it's the last one it means it means so much to me personally that i've been able to sit with three of my favorite boys in the universe and have a and have this conversation and you didn't rib me too hard so i don't feel too bad about it and we managed to get a couple in there yeah <laughs> you got the psychic you got the book in the season you started by interviewing me and then the last interview is Kremen and little big in my boys <laughs> <laughs> miss space boys i love it space boy thanks very much guys thank you so much oh seven commanders yeah, it was really fun and have fun out there and avoid Thargoids. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we were able to get both of them on, especially yeah. both at the same time. My boy. That was great. I love it. Was cr- I love it. I've got the biggest smile on my face. I really do. <laughs> they're, the, they're literally. To be able to like sit and chat with all of you as well has been it's been such a privilege to mm-hmm. um have both of those in my life for so both of them in my life for so long because they're so yeah. important to me. Um yeah. but to then also be able to oh, this is gonna sound really mushy. Um, to have the pair of them in my life for so long and then also to be able to include you in that as well, Mal, has been like my three favorite boys, I swear it's it's just be, it's so lovely. It's I've did literally the oh my god, I can't speak the biggest it's, grin on my face. Well, it's got to be cool too that they're not only important people in your life, but you also get to share elite dangerous with them. Mm. So it's 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 not like um like a lot of people I know have the they have their IRL life with you know their best friend or their spouse or whatever and then they go into elite and they're kind of that's kind of a separate life that yeah. the other people don't get to experience and they can't get excited about stuff because they don't really understand what's going on and for you there's that crossover there where you all enjoy and understand and are part of the elite yeah. community I mean, there's a reason that half of our living room um, is taken up <laughs> by two gaming setups. You know, yeah. we, we we don't ha- we don't have a, a, a we because we're both we're, we're both big gamers as well. There's not that right. there's not that separation really between not not gaming or like having this IRL life and then right. gaming and um, it's. And because because we are also living in a world where we don't go out of the house very often at the moment, yeah. Um, yeah. we are very, very fortunate. I'm, I'm very fortunate that I get to speak to Kremen pretty much every single day. Um, he, he's yeah. not entirely mobile himself. He has um, problems yeah. with pain in the same way that I do, and I know that you do as well, Mal. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's quite nice that we have the escapism of gaming and being able to interact with each other as well. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's something very, very special. And I see it more and more often that there are, um, the couples are are gaming together, um, a lot more now. Um, like, 
I my my sister and her husband we we game we we play like phasmophobia that little big and uh, mentioned we yeah. game with them we play with them very often in, in that and like my sister and Kremen will will play like Overwatch together and all of those sort of things and just having having that escapism of being able to hide away not necessarily hide away from your IRL life but just like stepping right. into a different world but having that interaction but then being able to also share it with your family it's a yeah. really bloody cool thing um i don't think they have to be separate for it to be a yeah yeah a thing for sure but that's all for this week you can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ed. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an Elite Dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ed, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io. Do that part again. Via our Discord at discord.io forward slash flightassistpodcast, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. Until next week, this is Commander Psykit. And Commander Mal for the win. Handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist off.